Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. That's right. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. It's a, it's a nice morning. Yes, yes, yes. I hear the accent. I hear the accent. <laughs> what part of England are you from? Uh, Southampton. Southampton. Okay, I heard yeah, right that. Right it's like it's crazy as shit. Cause I mean, I don't know if you keep up with professional wrestling over there, but I am a huge like fool for like y'all professional wrestling. Oh yeah. And, and like I watch progress all the time. Like my favorite dude is Kian Nior, Carnival. I've been there now. He's just so fucking. You kind of remind me of him. Like you, the the porn version of him. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> no way. That's fucking. Yeah, crazy. because, because yeah. like you know your style, the way that you work is is different and and unique in many ways what have you and stuff so because uh uh the shit that you do with Khalees Luna yo man that shit was gold yo (laughs) oh yeah yeah tell my listeners about that scene and the work that you did with her from your from your your perspective because they heard it from her side uh from the the non-scene that we did yeah the non-scene and and I think I did a second scene as well that was kind of yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, so we, we've shot a couple of things like that. Like, she's got some fucking excellent ideas and <laughs> just ready for, to shoot filth. It's great. Like, mm. there's not many people, like, we connect with that are, like, I'm down to, like, push the, the line mm-hmm. of certain things and, like, specifically, like, blasphemy scenes. I, I kind of looked on, like, as kind of risky, I guess, mm-hmm. because... I guess it's kind of tricky to break through that like social norm that everyone has of like their views of religion and, and flip it on its head. Mm-hmm. So for that, for that scene specifically, we did, we, we split it up into three parts, but there is mm-hmm. like a whole like extended cut version. Yeah. We yeah, because see, uh, like, the, how dark we can take it, really. <laughs> yeah, because because it was like we like the like the 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 uh, trailer that I saw. You had her like with the, the clothespins on the pussy, and you had uh, the Hitachi and the whole night. And I was like, she was just telling me like the way y'all were doing the scene and how tenuous it was, but yet at the same time fun because y'all had to stop and go a lot because I'm pretty sure because I done done rope rigging and and some BDSM stuff like that. And it's like, you know, you know, you were also a rope rigger. I could take it as well. Right. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done some, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like I'm like an expert or anything like that. Like I do like dabble. (laughs) (laughs) It's tricky to do. Like it's one thing tying yourself and then moving on to other people is a whole new world of of shit. And it is one of those ones where you need 
like just time and patience because yeah it just takes forever and it could and it can look amazing or it can look mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> like yeah there's, there's no and, and the stuff i've been seeing from you has been looking amazing i'm not even going front man i'm oh, in awe you. at your at your at your work because I was like, that blasphemy scene, I was like, and you even looked the part of like a new age priest with the man and everything. I was like, oh, he, 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 yeah, man. I, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker sold. I'm pretty sure so that motherfucker did seven. We, we've actually shot like a, a part two to that whole scene where I'm like fully, like I've got the full like priest cow, like the collar and everything. We just haven't like got as far as like editing and that yet. But it, My God. the whole yeah. backdrop of that one is crazy. Like, yeah, because she told me you went full demon and y'all had like a stendo. Yeah, I had like a sheath for my cock that was like, oh God, demon, so how much like demon dick and whatever else? It was crazy. So, so was it like it made it longer, or was it just just a sheath to go over to make it look like a demon's dick? Um. So generally, the the sheath that I have it does make people longer, but. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm lucky enough to fill the whole thing anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, it just changes like the shape and like the yeah. the, the overall like texture. Like it's a whole different okay. feeling. It's, it's, you kind of feel cool. stuff too. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, right? I was yeah. Like so, what you do is you it's got like two holes in it. So like you you slip it like your whole shaft in, and then your balls kind of like hold the thing on. But because mm-hmm. you have to like lube up to get in it, and then like obviously the body heat transfers through, it doesn't yeah. really take away from the feeling. It just kind <laughs> of, it, it's just a different sensation rather than like no sensation, you know? Yeah, I feel what you say. I feel what you say. Yeah, man, we done went five minutes. I ain't even done my particulars. That show you how much I've been want to do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so let jumping in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me do my particulars. We can get this thing rolling. Yeah, Hello, everybody. Cool. And welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get a profile and start podcast today. I am your host, Kevin Arthur, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links, social media, porn, as well as music, all with one link. All my links.com backslash porn rap star. We have three wonderful sponsors I need to tell you about. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile. Also, Eroticism Magazine. Go to eroticismmagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. You can get it paperback or even digital. And it features some of the sexiest ladies from around the world, even one or two from England, my, my brother, doing some freaky shit within their pages. So check it out, eroticismmagazine.com. And last but not least, excitebunny.com. Yes. For you people that enjoy content and love seeing freaky shit, go there today. Subscribe. You can also even get, be able to download episodes yeah, be able to download clips and all that good stuff. It's like OnlyFans, but even freaking better. And for you content creators, go ahead and get your profile because let me tell you something 90% profit. That's right. You can take home 90% profit of what you sell, as well as if you need healthcare, they got you covered for that too. So go to excitebunny.com and join in with us. And also, I want to tell you also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, while you're there, 
Check out some shoppers from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy to create generational wealth. And also check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Go to my personal page where you can listen to the podcast or you can listen to it on their radio station. So go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Catch that smoke over there. So now I'm about to shut up and let this extraordinary gent introduce himself. How's it going? Uh, Sol Salvatore here. Uh, as you can probably hear, I'm from the UK, from Southampton originally, but now I'm in LA. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, a trip. <laughs> I, I see. And how long have you been in the United States? Uh, ooh, I came out in 2019. Okay, okay. And what brought you out here before we even get to the point? Was it the point that brought you out here or you just came out here for a change of pace? Uh, no, I actually, I came out here to get married. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. okay. Okay, so, no uh, doubt. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I met my, my fantastic wife uh, a couple of years before that and we were just like long distance, kind of coming mm-hmm. in and out. And then uh, finally managed to move out here and get married in, in 2019. Okay, most definitely. So, most definitely. So, what brought you into doing adult film? Um, so, I've always kind of been interested in, and I started off interested in like kink and like BDSM and like voyeurism. So, like mm-hmm. I was, I was quite heavily on like Fet Life, and back in the Tumblr days, that was like my main site. I was like just posting like nudes and shit for free, mm-hmm. and then I kind of just kind of branched out and just trying to see like, well, what happens if I like monetized it and, and kind of made a thing of it. Mm-hmm. You get paid for my actual time rather than just like doing it for free. <laughs> oh yeah. True. True that. Is, true that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you kind of yeah. want to get paid for what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of it like specifically takes a lot of like my time and like resources, you know, and I've got to admit like, kink and like bondage gear is not cheap holy fuck no <laughs> that stuff is pricey especially if you get good shit like yeah it's mad i've been building like my let's say toolbox for mm-hmm. a good like four or five years you know and it's just <laughs> more and more each time you're like oh i need something else now like <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah because you need the tools in order to do the shit just eat it even from like I remember getting cameras and and getting lights, it that shit is expensive, and you got to be gentle with it. And like, right. and you talking about BDSM gear, I know that's expensive <laughs> off gate. All that shit just adds up in the end. Like, yeah, lights, cameras, fucking anything you need, even just like backdrops and sets. You know, it's it's crazy how much work and like money actually goes in before you even like make anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The setup itself is, is costly, you know? Yeah. So, so with that being said, um, where did you go about to do your first shoot and what was your first shoot and tell us about it. So I think way back when my first ever shoot, I think was cause I started off just predominantly making solo content. Okay. So I was just doing like self ties just for pictures. Like I never really filmed much of it, but then I then moved out to like, like solo masturbation and like anal clips and stuff and just exploring more about what I wanted to try out and like what I wanted to see and like kind of 
do something a bit different from just like do jerks off in the mirror kind of deal you know like try and make it as art like artsy as i could like fun lights fun backdrops and then kind of push that into then working with other people and trying to Mm -hmm. make like the porn that i wanted to see rather than just like just straight fucking on the couch like anything else you know Mm -hmm. like because don't get me wrong like that's not there's no like Bad side to the like simple shit, but like I just mm-hmm. wanted to create something different to everything yeah, else. You, you don't want to be a part of the herd, you want to be above it. Yeah, exactly. And like as a like male creator, it's very easy to just be the same, just like just a stunt dick essentially. You just that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to like get a different kind of image and like like aesthetic to it, I think. Oh yeah, most definitely. It's most definitely. So when you did your first boy girl scene, who was the lady that you worked with and how'd you go about securing that scene? So my first ever one that wasn't my wife. Um okay. who was that? I believe it was Paradise. Mm-hmm. Or was it Zelda? Um it, it was it was either Zelda or Paradise. It was like, like way like two two years ago or a year ago. Uh they, they actually reached out to me because they saw some of my like solo stuff and some of my stuff with with um with my wife Kay and mm-hmm. just thought like wow, like I wanna like try out some of this stuff, like what would work for the camera, what wouldn't. And then we kind of just got talking and then just kind of like went from there really. It was like discussed a few like basic kink ideas like what they wanted mm-hmm. to see like what they what they wanted out of the shoot mm-hmm. um uh, yeah well it was zelda because the first of one we did we did we just a basic like spanking scene mm-hmm. which was like we did hand spanking and some paddle stuff mm-hmm. some like rope work where i tied her up like hog tied her mm-hmm. um i think we shot maybe three scenes that day we did another mm-hmm. one that was just like uh, POV kind of face fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of like had it so it was like, I say three separate parts. So it wasn't like broken up into three separate themes. So we kind of just okay. like did one bit, then moved on to the next while still mm. keeping all the rope and stuff because that stuff takes time. Yes. Yeah, because, because, um, like I said, you jumped basically dead into the game on the BDSM side straight off the bat. Yeah, because uh, that was like my main my main kind of interest. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to, because I, I noticed there wasn't a lot of, like obviously you get the like pro productions from like King.com and all that kind of thing, but yeah, more, let's say, male creators making amateur bondage kind of stuff. Yeah. And also, it's like I said, it's a big interest of mine. So that was kind of the direction I wanted to go in. Like, I like the more like taboo kings, the more hardcore mm-hmm. kind of stuff, because I don't in my like my personal life and like my main image, I don't give off that kind of vibe to people. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a, like, just like an old-looking guy, you know, like very soft. <laughs> and... But when it comes to like. BDSM and like bondage and stuff, it, it mm-hmm. flips entirely on its head. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because um, even with me, I later on in my porn career started dibbling dabbling when it actually became a full-fledged dong. Um, yeah. And stuff like that. And it, it treated me the bondage, the, the energy exchange and stuff like that. And also the niche that you're in, you have to be authentic as fuck because yeah. they can smell whether it's legit or not. And that'd be the difference between you getting a good sale or not a sale. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's one of those ones where it's very easy to tell if you're actually into it or not. And yeah. the, the energy is so easy to read, like, 100%. And that, that's why I wanted to do it, because it, that is my main, like, focus, really. Mm-hmm. Like, don't so, get me wrong, I have shot, like, vanilla stuff. It's just uh, kind of rarer, I guess. It's, it's, it's like, put it this way. Once, it's kind of hard to do vanilla sex scenes when you have done those type scenes and that's your interest. So it's kind of like going from <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like even with me, I could never do just a straight fuck scene. It had to be like some role play or a BDSM or something in it that just ain't we just just starting off fucking. I hated that shit. Even when I came in the game back in 2006. So, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying because it's like when you do a regular fuck scene, it's just boring. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say like I mean, boring 100%, but like, yeah, it's, it's entirely like my whole like jam, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, how do I put this? So, like, my first. Or like my last few, I guess, until recently, have all been some kind of like kink or fetish related mm-hmm. like concept behind it. And then mm-hmm. in January, we had like this group group meet where I met up with like t- uh, twelve other creators, and we, mm-hmm. we we like rented a place for for a couple of days, and we just kind of went to town. And that was <laughs> the the most. Uh, and uh, this may be taken across the wrong way, but the most vanilla scenes I'd shot to date. And I had <laughs> no problem with it whatsoever. Like it was, a, it was an amazing week. And like, I met some amazing fucking people, but it was so different from what I normally do. Mm-hmm. That it was, it was kind of jarring, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like when, yeah. when it all finished, I kind of like had like this, like come down phase where I was like, Oh fuck. Like it's over now. Like, like I would do after a heavy, like mm. BDSM scene. It's really strange. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that drive home was significantly longer than I anticipated it to be. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so wild to think, like, because there was nothing like that would normally trigger that drop in there. Like, there wasn't any like real like anything hardcore. Like, no spanking, no slapping, no no nothing that would be. Mm-hmm that would normally give that, like, drop to me. So it was really strange, like, <laughs> leaving that. Like, oh. oh, my God. Was, like, we, we finished that off with, like, a 10-person, like, orgy. So that was probably mm. where that came from. It was, like, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because um, the most I've been in was, uh, I can say, an eight-person eight school with four guys and four girls. So eight-person orgy. So, yeah, I was two away from you. Yeah, and uh, it, it it was it was interesting because 
it, 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 it was just interesting to me. I mean, I, I can't say whether I enjoyed it or I didn't, you know, because I was so used to just like working with someone one on one or what have you. So it's like, it's kind of like when you change from your base. Or, or excuse me, from your brand to a certain extent, or what you is kind of develop your brand to be, it kind of is 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 kind of weird. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Especially some of that nature. Yeah, when it's something so different to what you're normally used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because... Oh, go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. So, like, like the one-on-one scenes, like they're a whole different world to like you start adding more people and like the more and more people in it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. Like it's, it's a different energy. sensation. Yeah. Yeah. It's multiple energies just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, right. To be honest, though, I was quite lucky that I vibed with these people like so well. So it kind of mm-hmm. like meshed really well. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, it was, I have to say one of the best, best events and like shoots that I've, I've been a part of like just the whole like the energy throughout was just amazing. Yeah. And very different to what I normally do, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I had so many people like throughout it that were like, hey, well, like, can we do some like rope stuff? Can we do this? Can we do that? And it was like, I would love to, but we just haven't got the time on like the schedule of what we're doing. Like this shit mm-hmm. takes like forever. <laughs> like, yeah, like we're because... just like knocking out scenes. <laughs> yeah, because um Especially because because uh, with the content houses, I'm pretty sure that it's kind of hard, especially when multiple people are working at the same time, yeah. to get everything that you need and want. Versus that's why I always like girls coming to me, and I was able to work with them one on one versus with multiple people around because then I can concentrate and really perfect what we're doing. Yeah, it was it was crazy because we had like we had like photographers and like videographers in to like kind of catch the like behind the scenes and like to shoot the main scenes so that was kind of mm-hmm. nice to like not have to 100 percent worry about how things were shot it was kind of like just be in the scene and just give it your all which was so nice and like i was i was super fucking lucky i was like one how many there was Three dudes and how many of those? Eight, nine girls. I think, I think you had some previews. I think you had some trailers of it on your on your Twitter page. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got yeah. A few few previews up on Twitter, but I was heavily outnumbered. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> so like, it's great being in demand for scenes where it's like you. I need your dick for this, and you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I'm all yeah. in. Like, What's the idea? I'm down. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's better. Yes, it's, it's it's better to be booked than not booked. Better to be right. wanted than not wanted. That's always the case. So shoot. So, with in, in the scheme of the BDSM world, uh, what do you classify yourself as? Because I know, of course, of Dom. Um, but go ahead. So, so in in like my my personal life, I'm actually a switch. Okay. I'm just like very fucking selective on who I switch for. Switch to, yeah. So yeah, like predominantly I'm more like Dom leaning, but like I have subbed in the past. Mm. But like my entire let's say like porn brand so far has been 
just dominant scenes. Like I haven't found anyone to submit for four scenes yet. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It might be on the cards at some point in the future. I haven't really <laughs> thought that far ahead for in regards to that kind of thing. Like I do, I really enjoy um, like doing dominant scenes. So it might just stick to that for now. <laughs> I, I can believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm subbed in a situation, but not necessarily actually in a full scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to say, well, you can say I was because she was the boss and she forced me to have sex. So I guess you can use that as the. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've maybe shot like one scene like that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's one of those ones where you have to have like your entire kind of energy in like that yeah. space. Like, if yeah. you're, say, shooting multiple scenes in a day where you've got like, some submissive, some dominant, like my head's mm-hmm. supposed to be all over the place. So I wouldn't be able to like commit my all to yeah. the scenes. Like it, it would just throw me out. <laughs> like, yeah, see, that was the reason why, like, anytime I, I was tried to like wear an outfit that would symbolize that. So when I look in the mirror, yeah, you, you're being dominated today. <laughs> yeah. Well, until a certain point, then when the scene takes over, when the fucking clicks over, then I become dominant. So, but yeah. it's never been like a full, I'm completely submissive. Now, I, I, I did want to do a scene where I was handcuffed and she had her way with me to a certain extent, but could never find a female that was down for that because all of them were just completely submissive. <laughs> so, it was no point. <laughs> yeah, you'll either find like super submissives or you'll find like hardcore doms <laughs> that will beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I don't need to be punched and kicked in the nut. <laughs> I don't need it. I, I, need I do it. love seeing them all over like Twitter and stuff. Like interacting with with big doms and stuff is always yeah. great fun. And like being being held as like a bull for them and whatever else is always always a blast. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great. Like uh, uh, back to your your little point about like the outfits that you that you wear to like help with your. I guess headspace. Mm-hmm. I find, yeah, it does. Like, it does kind of help because, like, from like like mainly dominant scenes, like I always like rock the like black black shirt, black pants, black boots mm-hmm. kind of deal, just like all black get up and black mm-hmm. gloves, obviously. And it, it does it does give out that that vibe. But recently, mm-hmm. like I've kind of not branched out, but been exploring more like androgynous looks i guess like i wear like quite a lot of lingerie yeah. and like corsets and stuff yeah that shit actually is hot because it's kind of like it 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 takes you to another level in a different notch yeah you feel me and too it fits you i mean because a lot of people I, I tell people when you building your brand you got to find the stuff that fits you even though it might be odd it's yeah. like, yeah, I can see him with that. And I was like, like one of the images you had with the mask, the gloves, and, and the corset, that shit was like fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was such an interesting... Um, like, that whole photo shoot was so hard to do. Because like, mm-hmm. I, I self-shot that entirely. And, mm. like, specifically latex is a, a wild sensation. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's like, it changes how you can see like the feel of everything like how much you can hear and like how easy it is to breathe like my hood has like 
nose holes and like mouth holes, like just micro little little holes. So you can see and breathe out of it, but it's a whole new sensation that I I never experienced anything quite like it before. I was like, wow, like this is like the beginning of something that's like, fuck, I'm now really into this. But shoot, but 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 when you do shoots like that, it makes you stand out. You feel yeah. me? And it brings attention or what have you. Even to scenes of that. Because like I said, one, the BDSM plus plus, let's keep it real, we do have a gay fan base. Yeah. Which we must play to. And we play to whether we know it or not. Yeah. Well, um, my my sexuality is that I'm I'm actually pansexual, so I figured that. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So like, I like I do try to cater towards like both. I've mm-hmm. just been, I guess, more lucky shooting mm-hmm. straighter porn, I guess, mm-hmm. rather than Amazing. like. Yeah, because like obviously I've shot with like non-binary people, um, mm-hmm. trans women. I've I've mm-hmm. not had the pleasure of shooting with trans men just yet, but I mm-hmm. like I'm working towards it. Like mm-hmm. I've been planning shoots with like various people for so long, we just never get around to it. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It'd it be like that sometimes because it's like especially pulling in many directions, and you also in demand. Which yeah. I'm not surprised that you are not that you. It's not a surprise that you are in demand, because like I said, I know ladies, you have a look that goes over as a male. So yeah. and then like I said, it's too plus. I tell people energy is a big key because sometimes energy can draw people to you. You know, yeah. period. I, I talk about energy tantrums and all that on my show as well. Well, it's just one of those things. Like there's, we're we're lucky to be in a, or I say. I say lucky. We're in a, a, a like a, a business that's more centered towards, let's say, femme success. Like anyone could fuck, but like you got to be able to get it good on camera. Yeah, and like you got to have something that really makes you stand out to be unique. Like you're not just a dick on camera. Like you have your whole image, and like how you are set that point like that's why i did solo content for so long mm-hmm. and like kind of built up a like a rapport with with like other creators and stuff before i even like branched out to working with other people mm. because anyone could just have a fucking only fans link or whatever and just be like yo wanna collab like <laughs> anyone yeah, can fucking yeah. do that shit like any old <clears throat> idiot with a camera could do that like he's gotta build up that like that space that makes people feel safe enough to like reach out to you and be like, do you think we could shoot this? Like, have you got like ways that we could do this? And like bring ideas to, to you. Like I, I don't ever go out and ask, or let's say very rarely do I go out and ask people to work with me. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I prefer if people like come to me with their ideas and how and, and what they want to shoot, because mm-hmm. there's just such a large group of, Predominantly dudes that do go out of their way to just be like pestering every fucking person yeah, to like, yeah. it's like it just doesn't it doesn't scream like professional or just mm. even safe, I guess. Mm. And like that's my whole 
you read some fucking mm. horror stories about the industry, like how dudes are sketchy and whatever else, or how anyone could be sketchy. Yeah. So, like another reason why I jumped in was to kind of change things and be, I guess, not set an example, but try and do better to have like, mm-hmm. safer spaces for everyone to create. Yes. Create money and stuff. Like that was how it was. And that's mm. like my main motivator really is, is like having safe, like comfortable and like good shoots that like you want to see and you want to do, you know? Yeah. But see, but see, I think the one advantage that you do have is because you are BDSM. Yeah, and because you're authentic, because it, it to speak to because I've been on I've been on the side of having to go contact girls. Sometimes you're placed in that position because as dudes we don't have the luxury of being able to just walk in the game and girls is on us. We yeah. have to build up to it, you know what I'm saying? Period. And in many ways, you kind of did build up to it because when you did shoot, you like you said, you built a repertoire. Uh, repertoire anyway and plus like I said you in BDSM there's not a lot of real doms that are male talent Yeah, you feel what I'm saying so it's kind of like and and plus like I said I mean you're a good looking man I know the women of any color love to work with your ass <laughs> <laughs> so that's, they what, don't that's hurt what we want to do really is, is yeah. that's one of the things I get comments a lot like specifically on like my OnlyFans and stuff is like the like diversity of people that I work with and I yeah. it could be improved to like fucking tenfold. I just haven't had the mm-hmm. the privilege yet of working with everyone yeah. ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people don't realize it's kind of like sometimes you gotta work what's given to you. Yeah. So it's it's like like I had I used to work with I, I work with a lot of BBWs and the first thing motherfuckers want to holler is well that's all you work with. Know them the main ones that contact me. Well, yeah. that's I'm, I'm not gonna say no. It, shit, and then I made money with it. So it's kind of what what the situation that you're placed in that you got to make the best of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you kind of you get you start building contacts and like all of the people that I've shot with, I would say with my friends. Like I could I reach out and talk to them like all the time. So mm-hmm. now we can just be like, oh, like I have this idea. What do you what do you think about that? Or they'll do the same to me. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah it's pretty fun like how how you kind of like dropped in like oh this is how you do things like you must only shoot this and it's like mm, no oh, like I'll shoot all kinds of things you know yeah <laughs> with all kinds of people yeah. like yeah. yeah I mean that's the whole point is is like I would love to get more even more diversity than what I've already shot you know. Mm. It's just having, like I said, the privilege of people coming to me to want to shoot. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so true. So, people, you know what time it is. It's that time of the show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. Now, I'm here with this, this man. You've been doing your own content, selling your own content. As you know, and we all know, the misconception is people come in thinking that this is easy money. You're going to make a shitload of money. You're going to blow up overnight, all that good crap. Oh, yeah. And then, and then when they get in, it's a totally different, you know, beast. So speak to the ups and downs of this business, money-wise, and even with work or what have you, the truth of it. 
because that's what my podcast is about, giving people the real about adult film. We don't sugarcoat nothing here. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes sense. So I, I'll, I'll start like, the negative shit first because like, I, I would love to end on a positive note okay. for it. So, like, negatively, obviously, it isn't easy money. Like, it's not just, like, whip out a camera, you're fucking, and you make fucking bands. Like, my first few months, specifically on OnlyFans, I think I made under 20 bucks in a month. Like, it was fucking crazy. And that was when I had, like, no following, like, no nothing. Like, first, like, jump in. Like, I had content, but who was going to see it, you know? It's, yeah, it's wild. You don't, it's not it's not going to make you money over overnight. Like you have to build your whole fucking brand. Like, and there's so much that goes into it. Like I have to say like shooting and like say fucking is probably like the smallest percent of what you're actually doing. <laughs> like the rest is like marketing and like editing, advertising, just like networking in crazy ways, like going through like every site ever and just like dealing with, time wasters and just scammers and all kinds mm-hmm. of crap mm-hmm. and well that this actually segues quite nicely onto like when you are promoting and shit there is going to be people out there that hate what you do <laughs> yeah like, hate that you're let's say they hate the freedom that you've got from it if you are successful whatever else or they just hate the let's say security in your own image like they hate like they have that own insecurity on on how they look like they could never do the same thing that we do be it yeah. from like body issues or just i don't know wacky views on the world <laughs> I, I, like, I always see that one where like sex workers are always compared to like like drug dealers and shit like that. It's like we, what we're doing isn't hurting anyone. Like I've helped no. so many people explore their sexuality and shit that it's it's crazy. And that's like one of the perks of the job, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I feel because, like that's a good benefit. Yeah, because at the end of the day <clears throat> they come to us because they're probably shamed in their personal life for what they like yeah. into. You know, period. That's the reason why you have people that commit suicide. It's the reason why people be depressed and angry because they can't be their true selves. And, yeah. and we are allowed to be our true selves, not just because it makes us money, because we chose to do this. Yeah. Yeah, they hate that we have that our own like independence in it and our own, like, I guess freedom from it because i i love this job because of how much time like i get to just like be around my family and shit like i go and shoot for say a couple days and whatever else and the rest of the time i'm kind of around like at home or with friends or whatever else like it grants me a lot of freedom to be able to just like travel places and go wherever else like Mm -hmm. i'm not constricted to like you have to be at this place at this time every day <clears throat> oh yeah, because it plus you out there in LA, you know. Money, money, what they what they come for? The buddy sexy weed, goddamn. Yeah. The <laughs> the they come for, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like the BDSM lifestyle out there in LA tells about it and stuff. Because like I said, I know here in North Carolina it's boring as fuck, but I know LA is probably more so way more popping because it's LA. 
honestly, uh, I haven't really had the privilege of checking out a lot of, like, say, the clubs and stuff yet. Because, like, mm. obviously, when I moved here, it was, like, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So, like, everything shut and, like, nobody was running events or anything. So it kind of just, like, shut down for me. And I haven't had, like, mm. the time or, like, the ability to do all of the, like, say, the kink and, like, BDSM mm. stuff. Like, I have friends that we've, like, hung out with and done shit with, but nothing, like, in a more public saying, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. But I know for a fact that it is popping here. We just haven't gone around to going out and doing it yet. <laughs> so, now, you mentioned for a bit, uh, you prefer, you know you, you prefer people to contact you so that brings yeah. me to this um when ladies contact you what do you look for in your co-star you know period um because i know you just you're not just going to pick anyone so and and you're also going to pick someone that will be that will help benefit your brand so what do you look for in your co-stars so initially like the main thing i look for is like the energy like, if they're, like, genuinely interested in, like, the things that they suggest, like, the ideas that they're pitching, like, it's not just for, like, I need to shoot something like this for my brand. Like, they are, like, genuinely interested, like, genuinely interested in shooting with me in particular. And, like, there's, like, a kind of, I guess, chemistry is probably mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. Like, like we vibe well together. Um, yeah, that's, like, my main, like, go-to, because, like, I don't have, like, a main, like, look that I shoot with. Like, I shoot, like, we come up with all kinds of ideas and, like, concepts, mm-hmm. like, of people of, like, varying sizes, colors, and, like, sexualities, you know? It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because, it's never, like, cause, one thing. Yeah, because I ain't gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest with you, the way that you do it is probably less weight headache than what us ha- guys having to go holler at girls because it cuts down the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to deal with all the other messages and shit. Yeah, like... Yeah. When they hit you up, they're dead serious. And have you had anyone that flaked on you to hit you up? Uh, a couple times. Like, it, it happens, like... Okay. had a couple shoots where it just... just never happened. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, various issues or I guess illness occasionally comes up and it's like, well, mm. it's whatever. Like, I'm never, let's say, like, put out by it. Like, shit happens. Like, I'm never yeah. going to hold it against anyone. Like, if they flake on me, say, a couple of times, then maybe I'll be, be a bit more, like, dubious on booking anything. But, yeah. like, I haven't really had it, like, as a recurring thing. Like, it's happened a couple of times where it's like, oh, shit, like, this is happening. I'm not going to be able to make it. And it's like, yeah, shit happens. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll reschedule. It's, it's no skin off my back, you know? Like, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another one was uh, I find when people contact me is that a lot of the time it's, like, a first for them. Like, they've never tried certain things before. It'd be, like, a first, like, on-screen, mm-hmm. like, thing, which is fucking fascinating to me. When like, people are like finding new things, they're like, "Oh fuck, I really like this," <laughs> like, yeah. and I can provide that like in a like safe and like comfortable way for them to like kind of explore it. Mm-hmm. 
that's like my my number one like favorite part about this job is is like providing a space where people are like comfortable to try weird things mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah like, yeah that's what it is like and there's no harm in 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 calling it in anything that we do like weird or like i i i like to use the term gross a lot and i don't mean it mm-hmm. in any negative way but like I shoot some gross things and it's hot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's all what I love about it. And, and like I said, like helping people explore it in a, in a safe way and like a new way for them to be like, Oh fuck, I might be actually interested in that. And like, want to try mm. that out. Or even if it's from like a customer viewpoint where it's like, oh, I've got a new kink or fetish or something, or, like, I feel Mm -hmm. comfortable in myself, like, exploring this. Mm -hmm. That's, like, one of the best perks. And I, it's one of those feelings that I can't nail down with words because it feels so fucking good. Yeah, because, because, because that means that you are earning people's trust from afar. Yeah. And it's, it's wild to think that, like, even a person that I will probably never meet in person has developed like such a trust in both like me and themselves to feel comfortable enough to explore something. And I'm going to bring up again, weird in the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, there's nothing wrong with, with trying like with any of these like Kings of Fish is like, it's okay to be weird. As long as it's two consenting, safe adults, then what's the harm, you know? Just go by the world. If you want to live out whatever crazy, creepy, weird fantasy you want to do, it's just have a blast with it. Get freaky, you know? <laughs> so, so now with the, the blasphemy scene, because I had oh, this yeah. conversation with her, and I had this conversation with you. Now, porn is becoming so fucking PC. Let's just keep it 100. Yeah, fucking system nowadays. More and more, uh, yeah, more PC is probably the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like all the fun stuff that made porn fabulous, which made porn actually money. They're now pushing out you can't do or or what have you from scat to I like like I said me I have to disguise my uh, my race play scene for them not to fuck with it um, except on excitebunny.com you don't have to worry about all that because they don't care now <laughs> see like the way I did the advertisement you know what I'm saying so um, so it's like how did you maneuver to where you was going to put that scene because I know that probably would raise a lot of red flags on a lot of these um, platforms. Yeah, it actually, it got flagged on uh, on a few before they changed some of the rules. So, mm-hmm. like, even just from, like, if you drop the theme entirely, like, the, the bondage itself, there was issues yeah. with it, because obviously in the scene I had her her hands, like, bound... Yeah. Like, it, it, like, like her hands were praying, and then I had her, her legs, like, bound too. And had her gagged. Yeah. For some reason, it flags up as being like non-consensual at that point. But even though like we have <laughs> all kinds of like safety measures, being like if like we needed to stop or like ease up or whatever else, like safe words or even mm-hmm. like how do I explain? Like I guess a safe action. So like a signal that they could give me, like if they can't say a safe word. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. that did throw me for a loop, like because 
a lot of sites they don't allow four limbed and gagged bondage. That's why you'll find on a lot of a lot of like BDSM shoots, you'll find like either one limb free or they won't be bound and gagged at the same time. Specifically, whilst like being penetrated or even just, uh, I guess, like touched. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it's wild, like how some of the, the rules are like clamping down on some of that stuff. Yeah, because each of the point that uh, I saw they got a, a, a site called scat.com. <laughs> I said yeah. that shows you, yeah, you know, period. And and two, I, I, I always say this it people like us are better served with a standalone site because yeah. they don't bother them. You know, period. It's 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 these platforms that are so worried about their bottom line, even though it's it's not that MasterCard and Visa is telling them, no, you can't allow this, you can't allow that. No, it's more so of they're saying just be mindful of who y'all allowing to put the shit up. Yeah. That's the difference. So it's I think with the Oh, sorry. With, no, the, no, 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 no. with the MasterCard and, and, and like the Visa bullshit that, that keeps coming around, is the I think the problem is, is that the, the main rules and like regulations that they put out are so are so purposely vague yeah. that none of the sites want to deal with the bullshit of like trying to like tiptoe the line and, and mm-hmm. potentially lose out on, on having them as processors. Mm-hmm. So then it, it just it trickles down to just nitpicky bullshit that comes down on creators where it's like, oh, you can upload a scene of you like pissing by yourself, but you can't do it. You can't piss on a person <laughs> and upload it. And it's like, well, it's the same same kind of content and shit. Yeah, and like it, only it, it certain like, sites allow it. It's crazy. Yeah, like. it, that sound like uh, it was on this uh, Netflix movie with Dolomite with, with Eddie Murphy. And the guy was trying to explain to Dolomite why he couldn't play his record. He said, look, you can say cock and you can say sucker all day, but you can't say cocksucker together. He was like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how and, and like every site has like a like a whole different fucking set of rules. Um, yeah. So for, for specifically like that scene, we had to we used um, Sophie. Sophie Ladder has a fantastic um, like spreadsheet of all the sites, like what they allow, what they don't, like what's a bit precarious and whatever else. So we had mm-hmm. to go through her spreadsheet and figure out like what parts we could put where and how we'd edit it to suit each site and it was just uh, it was a headache in itself to like figure out like what site would allow what and like trying to keep up with it and then right after we put it out a lot of the sites then changed their fucking rules and regulations again so it was yeah. Like, oh. yeah so it's, it's kind of like to me it's kind of like I can't that's why it, it, pardon me why I'm kind of glad I'm retired because like a lot of my scenes are grandfathered in, so a lot of them sites they really can't mess with it with so much, you know. Period. But yeah. it's just like to me, it's that's what's hurting our business in many ways because it's now really trying to it's stunting the creativity that we could have, yeah, and that we could put out. I mean, there's there's a few things like fetish wise that I don't fuck with at all, but that's just out of like. I guess comfort and 
and shit like for example i i don't do like chunky vomit and i don't do scat yeah. at all but like if that's your bag fucking get it like i i just can't personally deal with it like yeah and i mean like obviously i've in scenes i've had like there's always mess there's always gonna like if you're fucking a butt, there's always going to be shit. Shit happens, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And if you're, like, face-fucking somebody and they throw up, it happens. Like, I just can't, like, purposely shoot those kinds of themes. And I, I think you brought it up, actually. There, Like, there is Scatbook, which everyone is using for their more hardcore scenes like that. I signed up to it. I find the site way too fucking brown for my taste. <laughs> and it's very centered. Obviously, it's it's a scat porn site. Like that's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just one of those one of those ones. Like, I wish more sites had the freedom to post that say everything that we do. Yeah, because obviously, if you're uploading it with paperwork, with IDs, and with like, uh, with like model tags and whatever else, then it's obviously consensual. Like, yeah. there, there shouldn't be the the idea that it's somehow uploaded without consent because that you, you wouldn't have all the legal paperwork for it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it should it should be pretty like I I don't know to me it sounds like it should be pretty easy to police like and that's where like Pornhub had a lot of its issues where like anyone it's, could fucking upload. <laughs> yeah. See, the reason why it was like that because traffic and anything else. Yeah, and because one <clears throat> which which I didn't talk about this before on the show before, so I ain't gonna go deep into it. Um, the devaluation of porn and the porn star. Yeah, and part of that was that they wanted everyone, they wanted everybody to be able to do what we do. Yeah, they promoted it as such, and they pushed it as such, and they and they pumped it as such, and that's when you had people going on Pornhub, going on all these tube sites. Yeah, up their videos. Yeah, and some uh, of these they videos, made the amateur king, didn't they? Really? Yeah, the, yeah. So yeah. It, it and they won't verify. Who was the people that was posting it? So many people didn't even have profile pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and they posted, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you 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 made this happen. You created your own problem. Yeah. Uh, they they really did. And like like you said, like they weren't checking who was uploading what. Like it was just any old fucking recording. That's why they have so many issues that these like anti-porn uh let's say groups latch onto because it's easy to, to fucking argue those points because they kind of fucked it up. You know, like, yeah, if you don't check these things, then fucking shitty people will upload shit, you know? And, like, that's, that's it. And, and particularly with, like, Pornhub, the only way that you could, like, monetize was to have all the paperwork. But yeah. if you didn't want to monetize, you could still upload, and it didn't fucking matter. So it was like... And the people that wanted to upload like revenge porn or, or or CSA or whatever else, the illegal shit, they didn't give a fuck about monetizing it. Like they just wanted it up, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's how they 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 still posted and shit. Like, and that was where we got a lot of our 
problems from there. And then obviously we moved into more like fan sites and whatever else. So yeah, cause it's just funny. I saw the fan central is uh, suing <laughs> OnlyFans for blacklisting. <laughs> Why am I not surprised that we're all gonna fucking sue each other? Yeah, I, I mean, but but see, it, once again, because what people realize is that one, some of these sites just don't have a twenty two fifty seven. Yeah. So they're not beholden to what the rules supposed to be anyway. That's why OnlyFans it it got to the predicament that they were in. You know, yep. so it's it's kind of like they want to skip the steps, and now they're paying for it because now you created a market for what the fuck. Because OnlyFans is beyond they according the market for a minute, yeah. but when you start when they talk about kicking off the the sex workers, it yeah. opened the market for other motherfuckers. Now they want to try to close the market again. Yeah. So is that was one of the like big issues that I I have with with OnlyFans, like in particular, was how they made it nearly impossible to upload paperwork. Yeah. And they they made it very confusing on where to send it, like how to make sure that like it was sent to like the right place. Because obviously you're 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 dishing out like legal fucking like paperwork, like people's IDs, their like passports, like this is sensitive information. Like you shouldn't be just sending anywhere. I, I don't want to do my tin hat. I don't feel like doing my tin hat today. But right? I, I it's, it's crazy. I did to on on yeah, yeah, my yeah. tin. Because, see, the reason why I say that prior to a certain year, only you had to give up your ID and your information. Because yeah. the reason why, if the claim came out that, okay, this person doesn't have rights to this video, they knew who to actually go after. Yeah. And then you had to show your paperwork. It was only fans and many vids that started that shit. Yeah. And to me, the reason why, because just Small tin hat. A lot of these companies want to be more webcam based, and that's what they're trying to push this towards. Yeah, yeah. it's the the more like live shows kind of thing is is where yeah. it's at. Yeah, yeah, that's what they want right now because it, no, because it's like to me the only issue they having with is boy girl content for the most yeah. part. But it's crazy yeah. how these sites try to promote like like lifestyle blogs and like music yeah. and all this other shit when they are like particularly like many vids it's a fucking porn site like nobody's yeah. fucking yeah. going there to watch fucking workout videos like unless they're jerking no. off like nobody's doing that and like again like OnlyFans is the same like they, they tried to say that it wasn't just for adult content creation whatever else I don't think anyone's up there doing cooking blogs. Maybe there is a few. I don't fucking know, but and they cooking it butt ass naked. Yeah, right. Buns <laughs> out, like just going for it. Um, what was it saying? Oh no, the the big issue that I have with like the OnlyFans and like the paperwork thing is they made it so confusing to do, but would terminate your account so fast if it was in breach of said terms of service. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they will delete your account and take your fucking money so fast. Like it's crazy. I've been quite fortunate that I haven't been terminated for mm-hmm. breaching their terms a few times. Oh my god. For, for like I, various like scenes like like I did a vomit scene. 
no chance. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that one got deleted so quick. Yeah, like, like I said, it's just they're taking away the fun of the business. Simple as that. That's just how I look at it and stuff. So, man, it's I enjoy talking to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been so good. I, lo- I love this. No doubt. So, so I'm gonna ask you this last thing. How is it like working? Because because you always hear the term that we're gonna find love. That if yeah. you're in porn, you ain't gonna be able to find love or someone to date get a job. Those bullshit misconceptions. Now, you're actually in a relationship and you and your girl work together. Tell us how good that feel to have somebody that not supports you in it and helps you with it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's honestly it's, it's, a, it's a wild feeling because it's one of those ones that a lot of people are like, oh, so you'd let your husband do that kind of thing? And it's like, well, it doesn't, like, not that it doesn't mean anything, but yeah. at the end of the day, it is work for me. Like, there's a whole separation in, in, in things that I do, like, sexually for my wife and what I do sexually for work. Not that I don't enjoy both, but it's, there's a whole world of difference in it. Like, there's a whole whole different feeling in there. Like, there's... There's just more. And like I, I save like specific like kinks or certain things specifically for my wife. Like I don't ever do them with anyone else, like certain titles and just certain things like that I keep exclusive for her so that it's something special for her to keep hold of as well, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And no, obviously just... like she's my submissive too, so like I have a her, her collared all the time, like I don't, I don't just give out collars, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, earned a whole that. Different world. <laughs> <She> earned that. <laughs> right. But, 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 see, that's the crazy part because it's like I don't know if they still make that argument anymore. That um, it's still cheating, even though you're doing porn. And it, no, it's not because if my wife, first of all, my wife know I'm doing it. It's not cheating anyway. Yeah, right. And, and like we're we're kind of. I wouldn't say in like any sort of open relationship, but like we do have fun with with people that we know and are friends with. Like we do do stuff outside of our relationship. We don't have like separate relationships, but yeah, yeah. Because uh, because like I said, the, the thing of it is that a lot of time people they have a misconception of what certain things pose to be. Yeah. You know, from monogamy to all that and, and everything. And it it doesn't apply to today because it, everything is open now. It's yeah, not... It, changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, y'all want it to be normalized, then you complain when it's normalized. Yeah. I, I don't See, get it. Like, the funny, the funny thing is with, like, again, like, how people come to me is my wife... Um, talk that I work with like she'll get a vibe for them and like if she feels something off then I won't work with them so that's probably like another point I should have brought up earlier about like how I choose people is like if they show her like basic respect and like acknowledge her like existence then it will go a lot better for them than just being like (laughs) just trying to fuck your man (laughs) but but, but but that's what they're supposed to do you feel what I'm coming from? I mean, yeah. 
in our team's purpose, even in our lifestyle, they're supposed to recognize the the number one slave. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's. I mean, even like across the board, it's just polite, isn't it? To even in vanilla setting, like it's just polite to acknowledge that that they have these partners and whatever else. And like like I said, we she vibes with everyone, and like if she gets like a slight sense that something's off, then then I won't be doing that. She she is exceptional at fucking reading people, (laughs) which is great. Really, it's like I'm not. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like I, I can read people like well in scenes, and like I can feel like body language and like how people are feeling, like in that way. But like general vibe, I am so like I see the best in fucking everyone. <laughs> so it's like she's a good little. Uh, how do I put it? She, she, she keeps a lookout. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm gonna tell you this from personal experience. If I had listened to my wife half the time in this business, I probably would have avoided so many headaches. So right. you know, we <laughs> before we do because we sometimes be oblivious because we ain't looking for it. Right. You know, and a woman knows a woman. And trust me, I I'll sit here and tell anybody, if I had listened to my wife when I supposed to, a lot of headaches I would have definitely, definitely, definitely avoided. Yeah. <laughs> They can sniff out bullshit like a mile away. It's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, I wish yeah. I had the same ability. Like, <laughs> oh my god, see, we could do that with men. You know what I'm saying? But with women, it's kind of like we kind of like you know we, we, we're not looking, we're not paying attention. Yeah, you know, if, like, with us, we just like she say, but that girl, I think she like you a little too damn much. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't thinking about that. We just think about getting the scene, yeah. getting the content. Fuck all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But what they see is the trouble that will cause and the headache and the grief emotionally down the line. Yeah. They should have come with it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, I'm focused on planning the scenes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sitting there having I'm sitting there having Twitter beef out this motherfucker. <laughs> when I'm right. not I'm, I'm gonna be stress. I'm gonna be stress free because it, it, she told me. I told you. I told you. I told you gonna be an issue. You know. But you know, what I'm saying. But it's it's good to have your wife involved in the business as well because sometimes yeah. we, they they like to know and then and I and, mean, and it's and, kind of like grounding, really. Like yeah. It kind of it it sets you like at the end of the day, that's like somebody that's gonna see the best in everything that you do anyway and like honestly she's she's honest with me she'll she'll tell me if like she doesn't like a scene or she doesn't like how something looks she she does a lot of my like thumbnails and shit because she's like you can't be trusted with them i want to make them for you <laughs> and so she'll do it and they look amazing she was like, yeah. yeah, I want to understand. Yeah, yeah, you got a woman, goddamn. Yeah, because by the way, I'm picking the pictures. Yeah. They <laughs> right. like, yeah, his girl picked that. He wouldn't have picked that. He wouldn't have picked that. Yeah, cause even my wife, like, she'll look at, like, one of my pictures, like, uh-uh, you don't need to post that. Post that one. <laughs> She'll be right on point. I'd be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> they <laughs> oh, know. I, they just I, know what everyone's looking for. Yeah, it's like, I call her my, my wife at church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she is my fucking manager, straight up. That's exactly how it is. Like, she'll pick out my shoes, pick out like everything. She's like, "This this is how you're gonna be." But like in general life, submissive to me. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But see, see, yeah, she's submissive to a point. Yeah, that's all we could. They're gonna run the household no matter what. 
okay. they're gonna be the queen of the castle. They, they, you know, period. So, hell yeah, cause my wife the same way. So she, see, 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 I have a, I have a brother, I have a brother from across the pond, and he. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the right exactly you know, the same. Oh, me, dude, I'm gonna have to bring you back, man, so we can chop oh, it up yeah, on this. Sure. And everything, brother, for real. I really enjoy this, and I really enjoy your work, and I love your work and stuff. And I'm pretty sure that some of my smoke buddies might reach out to you. I got a stinking suspicion that they are, and everything, <laughs> most definitely. So tell everybody where they can spend money on you. Uh, so I do have an OnlyFans, um, which is I've just started up now. Actually, I started a new one, which is just slash Soul Salvatore. It is free right now. If anyone wants to go there. Um, I'm on Fansly, I'm on ManyVids, uh, AP Clips. I, t- I tend not to use that one so much, but it's there. Um, and Pockets does as well, but again, that's another one that I kind of fell off from. My main focus is, is Fansly, OnlyFans, and ManyVids right now. Um, I have them all pinned on my, on my Twitter. Which is, I should probably do the Twitter app. Hold on, yeah. find out what it is. Uh, no, so I think it's at Gentleman's Soul. Yes, Gentleman's Soul. Soul. Yeah, see, see, I'm helping you out there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> see, you know my app better than I do. <laughs> yeah, I told you, I follow. I'm, 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 I'm an admirer of your work, my brother. I'm an admirer of your work, for sure. It's greatly appreciated. Like, it's... Yeah, it's always good to get like a, like secondary opinions of other people in like the business and shit. It's always crazy. And then when I have like people that I've, let's say, watched <laughs> in the past for like inspo or whatever else, it's like, oh shit, now I know this person as well. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So shoot, most definitely. So I'm at the. Uh. We got another smoke buddy, and you'll be hearing him. You're definitely going to hear him on the premium smoke room. I'm talking about my premium subscription-based part of the podcast. For $4.99 a month, you get four premium podcasts, premium episodes that I might drop, which you're going to hear this man on a couple of times. And I plan to bring him back. He is now a smoke buddy, one of my male smoke buddies. So with that being said, people, Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming by, soul. You're most welcome. And thank you for having me, actually. This has been no amazing. I'd love to come back. And, oh, and we got to have you come back, brother. Most definitely. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcast I'm talking about Miss Big Queen and the porn rap star I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc as well as the Read Daily Report oh I'm sorry five STO Dark plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn and all this for four ninety nine a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this 
premium smoke.